Well, it's a new year. Mixed feelings? Feeling good about a new year? Some's nodding. Lorraine and Godfrey haven't got the plague. <laughs> and most know by now, I think, don't they? Just stay away. <laughs> we love you. They belong. But Lorraine needs to stay safe until she gets her um, scan next week. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's a new year. And I want us to begin this year in the life meeting, just spending some time in worship and in praise. And I just want us to settle our hearts um, before God. And you will have come into the meeting tonight with maybe 110 things in your mind and in your heart. You might have come in with so many burdens, so many cares. And I just want us tonight to, before we do anything else, concentrate on Jesus himself. Yeah? Just thanking him. There's so many things that we can say thank you for, aren't there? Before God. And this will just give us opportunity. If you want to sing, if you want to stand, if you want to do whatever you want to do, you can do what you want to do. Hi, Marie. Good to see you, darling. Um, do whatever you feel to do. But I want to say to you tonight, before we go into a place of worship, that you are blessed. I want you to say that back to me. I am blessed. Yeah? Whatever your world is looking right, you are blessed. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 45, it was said of Mary, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Hands up if you've had things spoken to you from the Lord. Yeah? You're blessed. You're blessed. Blessed is she, we'll put he in there as well, who believed that there would be a fulfillment. There's that word again. A fulfillment. We've spent a long period of time looking at a prophecy that was given to Samuel. And I started sensing at the end of last year, and I, and I shared it, whether you've remembered it or whether you haven't. It matters not. It's in my heart that there's something about the other side now that we need to be looking for. Yeah? That we need to be expectant for. It's a new day. All right, it's the beginning of a new year, but it's a new day. It's a new start. And I want to say to you, when God told me in November it was time to shake off the old and step into the new, I knew it was more than about a job. I knew by my spirit, I still sense it in my spirit. If you like, I'm a sign. I'm a sign to you. Yeah? I'm a sign to you that... You ain't too old for anything. I'm telling you. 
If you think, you know, that you haven't got it anymore or you think that it's over because life hasn't panned out in the way that you thought, I want to say to you, what did we keep saying? If you're not dead, no, what was the words I said? Come on, you can remember. If you're not dead, God's not done. Yeah? If you're not dead, God's not done. And he's not done in our lives. We are blessed. Amen? But I want to tell you that a new season takes courage. Yeah? No, I really mean it. I'm not playing. It takes courage. It takes more courage to go into the new than it does to hang on to the old. I'm being truthful. And we gotta, we, we got to be, we are a people of faith, aren't we? And I want to say to you tonight, before we go into that place of worship that we're going to go into with God tonight, we've got to start seeing ourselves as God sees us. Say it to me. I'm going to see myself as God sees me. Yeah? Now, I know that you're saying it. But how often do we actually really believe that? The next time you, you think to yourself, I'm not worthy, I'm useless, I can't do that. I'm rubbish, I'm alone, I'm afraid, I'm discouraged. All of that vocabulary is saying, I don't think God's with me. Yeah? When he's promised to never leave us or forsake us. You see, in the place of faith, in what a Sunday we had. I hope you're building on it. I hope you're building on it. That word that we had since Sunday. I hope you're looking to the promise keeper. Yeah? More than the promise. Yeah? I hope you're doing that. But I want to tell you, in the place of faith, it's not just faith in the word of God. You've got to train your mind in faith. Yeah? You've got to shake off the old and step into the new. Train your mind in faith. How do you train your mind in faith? You read the word. You believe the word. You meditate on the word. You mutter the word. You declare the word in spite of. You train your mind in faith. It's repetitive. You'll get on your own nerves sometimes. But you won't get on God's nerves. You've got to train your... You've got to understand the place of worship. Because it's key. There's a song that we're going to learn as a worship group about making room for him to do whatever you want to. That's a brave prayer to pray. That's a bold prayer to pray. It's a place of surrender to do whatever you want to, Lord. That actually takes your prayer request out. He knows that anyway. But he brings us to a place. It's got to be what you want, Lord, in my life. It's got to be your will to do whatever you want to. Giving God the best. I, I decided to purchase myself a, um, a daily reading book this year. It's an old one. It's a golden oldie. Oswald Chambers my utmost for his highest I've cried every day it's broken me every day 
every day. As I've looked at the truths of God's word and seen how much of me I still want. And how much of God still needs to be allowed to have room in my life to do whatever he wants to. I want us to worship. We'll have come in tonight because it's human with our head full up of the world, of the day, of our our concerns, of our cares, of our worries. And I'm reminded when Abram pitched his tent, he pitched it between two places. There was Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. Bethel's a sign of fellowship with God. It's a place of surrender. That's what worship is. A place of surrender. And Ai was on the east and it was a symbol of the world. And every day we pitch our tent, don't we? Between the two. Yeah? Because we're in the world, aren't we? It'd be nice to just go off and pitch your tent, wouldn't it? away from the maddening crowd. But we're called to pitch our tent right where we are. Yeah? We're called to pitch our tent there. And it's important that no matter, no matter what's going on in our lives, we pitch our tent in the place of worship with God. And make room for him. So that's what I want us to do now. To make room. Tonight, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, whatever's going on. Can we together just give Jesus that place. That highest place of honour in our lives. Thank you, Chris, if you could just play. You see, it is beautiful, this place of worship. It's the only place that we can get perspective because you see it centers on Jesus on who he is it's the place that we want to be the best that we can be for his glory the place where we let go it's always the place of surrender and if we are really to believe if we are really to know that we are blessed we've got to be letting go We've got to be surrendering our lives and our will and our desires. Before the one who is worthy. You see, it's not up for debate. It's not up for reasoning. To bow the knee is the only way. 
Lord, I'll make room for you to do whatever you want to. Here is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown, this is my surrender. This is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown, this is my surrender. Every doubt, every fear, everything that I hold dear, this is where I lay it down. This is where I lay down the things I don't understand. This is where I know that I believe. So I worship you, Lord. Because I know there's none like you. This is the place that I can keep walking in faith. This is the place where I can focus on the promiser, knowing that he is greater than any promise. This is the place where I know that God will make a way. This is the place where I know that any moment now it could happen. This is the place where I determine to be the best for his glory. This is the place I see myself as God sees me. This is the place where I see God's heart that is for me and not against me, that is full of love and will never leave me. This is the place of surrender. This is the place of dreams. This is the place of vision. This is the place that God calls us to. This is the place that all is well. And there is rest for my soul. This is the place of worship. Oh, Jesus. You are blessed. I've been especially drawn recently to just ask God to bring a blessing to those that are disappointed, to the brokenhearted, to those afraid to dream again. 
because the idea of being in faith again just hurts too much. And as I've prayed, I've believed a blessing for you that you believe again, that you'll dream again, that you'll trust again. that you'll hope again. Because you see of yourself, you can't do those things. But in this place of worship, you can find your way again. In this place, those things you don't fully understand, you won't necessarily fully understand. But you will, again, sense the presence of your Savior. And in him you can go again. You can forge new paths. You see, you thought that that bit in the past was the finish line. That it was over, but you see, it's not over. It's not over. God wants you to go again. Don't stay in the place of refusing to let go. However painful your loss has been. And I want to say to you tonight, Jesus gets it. He knows how painful your loss has been. But don't stay in that place. It's time to move forward. To make brave choices from the broken places. You can go again. You see, there's so much more than what we realize when we hear words like, Keep your eyes on the promise keeper. I get it. How many times I've had to go again? I never thought I could. But I did. He knows your hearts tonight. And I believe even tonight in this house, he's mending. He's, he's fixing. He's helping. He's pouring in the oil and the wine. The kind that restores your soul. He's the promise keeper. That's his promise. I'll heal the brokenhearted. I'll make the rough places straight. I'll take those dreams. I'll take those cares. I'll take those mistakes. I'll take that sin. 
I'll take those shattered dreams and I'll build you again. He takes our mourning and he gives us beauty for ashes. That's the same promise keeper. The same promise keeper comes and helps us. That thing that you can't get past. It's just feels so big. It feels so great. (laughs) Just make room for Jesus. He makes a way. We heard on Sunday the walls will come down. It's time to shake off the old, step into the new. And you see, before we can ever be in faith, we've got to say, Yes, Lord. without reserve, without debate. It's interesting, but often in the journey of faith, we find in our lives that a crisis develops. And it becomes a place of debate. We start to reason with God. Yeah? There's lots of you nodding at me. How many times have we received a promise? And we've got the zeal and we've got the faith to believe that promise. And then crisis comes. And it challenges that very word. It challenges that very promise. And we get to start debating with the promise keeper. And we query and we say we still believe you, God. And we sort of do. But we do debate. Well, perhaps that's just me. You see, it's, it's the crossroads in the faith journey. In that moment, we've got to decide for or against It's a place of surrender, in spite of. My will has to be surrendered to Jesus, absolutely. And it's got to be a decision that we decide we're not going to change. That place of surrender. A 
I'm not going to reverse that decision, Lord. In this place that you've brought me to, I'm going to make room for you to do whatever you want to. God will make a way. In you, Lord, I put my trust. Mary believed. That believed meant she was fully persuaded. Are you fully persuaded tonight? You see, this is important if you're in faith. Are you fully persuaded that you're God? desires to fulfill the promise you see Mary was fully persuaded that that what the angel told her concerning the conception and birth of her son she believed everything concerning his name just how great he was going to be, the nature, the extent, the duration of his kingdom. She believed all of that stuff. She was fully persuaded. We've got to be fully persuaded in the place of faith. Fully persuaded. John brilliantly brought to us from the word on on Monday night about being fully persuaded about our salvation. Yeah? And, and, and And he showed us places through the word how we could find, find that, how we could test that in our own, how we could finally come to the conclusion that we are saved. I'm talking to a whole group of people tonight who saved are you fully persuaded that you're saved without a doubt yeah that's how we have to be with regarding the promise fully persuaded that God is spoken that God is said now look I'm going to be honest with you tonight there's some things I don't understand That even having been fully persuaded, not always have things panned out in the way that I thought they would. But it doesn't stop me being fully persuaded in in the one who never fails, who never lets me down. But I want to tell you, you keep coming to God until you are fully persuaded that he desires for you the very best. For you, for your family, for his church. And choose to learn from every experience, including the painful ones. I want to tell you this year, you're going to be deepened in your faith. We are. 
There's a depth we haven't reached yet. We've got to go deep and we've got to go wide. Yeah. He's going to deepen our faith. It's time to forge new paths. Face the painful places, the broken places, so that you'll go again. I want to tell you, you can go again. I've gone again. When I never thought I would. In my life. It's time to look forward. You see, faith can only look one way. Glynn's doing it. It can only look one way. It's got to look forward. Where are you looking tonight? Where are you looking tonight? Where are you looking? I want you to look. I want you to know. I want you to understand. I'm, I know I'm challenging you. I've challenged me. I've challenged me in recent days. Am I fully persuaded? Am I all out? Is my utmost for his highest? Am I living my best life for him? Not for, not for you? Not for anyone else? Am I living my best life for him? What am I refusing to let go of? It's time to look forward. For some of you, you've got to make some brave choices from the broken places. But there's beauty. There's beauty in those places. There's beauty in you. And guess what? Joy comes in the morning. You can laugh. And it says in Proverbs 31, she is clothed, and he, with strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. You see, if you are believing, if you are looking forward, you will laugh without fear of the future. I looked that up in a few versions. She laughs at the time to come. She laughs at the days to come. She rejoices in the time to come. She smiles at the future. She knows that she and her family are prepared. Because... In John it says, first epistle, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Our faith. Your faith. I'm going to read it again. For whatever is born of God overcomes. Not just overcomes that what is happening in me. 
or whatever circumstance might be facing us. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith, my faith. <laughs> Our times are in his hands. And you know, he's always delivering us from trouble. He's causing our faces to shine. He's our deliverer. He's our strong deliverer. You see, faith will be impossible unless we find ourselves in the place of surrender, in the place of worship, in the place of letting go. It will be impossible unless we train our minds to believe what God has said because there will be many things to challenge our faith. There will be many reasons not to believe in every one of our lives. Many, many reasons on many occasions not to believe. We've got to train our minds on God's word, on God's heart, on God's love. Believing that we can go again. And we've got to stay focused, keeping our eyes upon Jesus. Especially when all around us prayers are being answered, but we still find ourselves in a place when that's not happening. We've got to find a way in God, and we can find a way in God to remain in a place of trust, to remain in a place of peace. We've got to have a frame of mind that says, no matter what, I'm assured. No matter what. No matter what they might say. No matter what I might think. I've got to have a frame of mind that says I'm focused. You see, he is worthy. He alone is perfect. And do you know what? He can redeem all situations. Amen? I want to tell you tonight, he's our redeemer. Yeah? He can redeem all situations. Everything that we face. You're blessed. <laughs> You are blessed. You are blessed. And you know, in this place of blessing, in this place of thankfulness, we find we've got authority. Because that takes faith. You try praying in authority. When your mind is full of doubt and fear and concern about the future, it's hard, isn't it? 
It's impossible. But I want to tell you in the place of blessing, in the place of thankfulness, in the place of faith, believing, we can declare healing, we can declare blessing. We can be effective prayers. Amen? Yeah? We can be effective in the kingdom for those around us. Yeah, we can declare wholeness and righteousness and peace and we can declare love and we can be loved to a dying world. We can declare truth over our families, healing over our cities, righteousness in our workplaces. I tell you what, we are, well... We're a force to be reckoned with. Look at the person next to you. I'm a force to be reckoned with. (laughs) How many of you tonight believe that God can do the impossible? Wave at me. How many believe tonight that God can do the impossible? How many of you believe that God can do the impossible? I need you to listen. Every one of you raised your hand when I said, how many believe that God can do the impossible? You raised your hand. You nodded at me. How many of you believe that God can do the impossible through you? Now the house has gone quiet. I'm going to say it again. Because that's where your challenge will come. God, I believe you're the God of the impossible. But when he wants to do it through you and me, how's your belief then? I ain't saying anything to you tonight that I've not been challenged in. Nothing. Nothing. I've had such a mixed up beginning of the year. In my head, in my thought processes, in my challenges. Around faith. And my only relief came when I worshipped him. My only relief came when I saw him. My only relief came when I realized that my God is still my faithful God, who never fails. I want to tell you, if you want to be deepened in your faith, then you've got to expect that you will be challenged in the place of faith until you are fully persuaded that he is the promise keeper in spite of I believe he is. I believe he's the faithful one. I believe he loves you so much tonight that he wants to see in you 
his glory even more. That he wants the desires of your heart to be met. That he longs to be your promise keeper. He wants you to be fully persuaded that he is able. He is able. It's time to hope again. To trust again. And you see, (laughs) there's so much about faith that until you start to walk the journey, you don't know it, do you? (laughs) We sing the songs. We pray the prayers. But you see, there's a level of obedience that God looks for in you and me. And obedience takes you out of your comfort zone. And obedience will ask things of you that you'd rather not, Lord. And you see, if you want a different outcome in your life tonight, then you've got to be making a different choice. Yeah? Yeah? And it'll lead you down a different path. But as we remain thankful, you will know you are blessed. And prayers are prayed like, whether I live or whether I die, I belong to you, Lord. Whether you answer this prayer or whether you don't, I'm yours, Lord. I encourage you to read the word in their journeys. I encourage you to read some of these older writers. I'm reading this Oswald Chambers devotion and and it's ancient and it's old and it's not very modern. But the depth of these men and women of God that walk these faith journeys... Help us to understand a bit more about what our God wants. Our utmost for his highest. He's our rock. He's our strength. You see, the faith journey takes some determination. I can be determined. But we've got to be determined in the right way, haven't we? 
a determination, that same determination that we, that we have when something's not right or a product that we've got is faulty. And we're not having that, are we? No way, Jose. But we've got to have some of that determination in the place of faith and in the place of prayer. And for some, we've got to go again. Just thank him for his blessings. Give him back every blessing that's yours.